Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest on the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. Okay, so today my guest is Dr. Anav, um, Dr. Eldad Anav, and he's the CEO and founder over at MyWay in Beverly Hills, California, and he's also medical director at Lord's Ascension. Dr. Anav, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. All right, so I'm excited about today's topic. So really the weight loss revolution with new highly effective medical treatments, and I'm excited to get into that. And just to get us kicked off here, maybe give us a little bit of an overview of how you got involved and how you got into the entrepreneurship side and founding my weight. Sure, I'm a cardiologist and I'm also an obesity a medicine specialist. And I got into obesity years ago because I think obesity is directly uh, related to cardiovascular risk. And so I've been doing obesity medicine for a while. And I had my own private practice in, uh, alongside my day job as a doctor, as a full-time cardiologist in upstate New York. And at some point, they asked me to join the hospital and build their weight loss program. So I sold my practice to the hospital and I um, started working for them. And then I moved, I relocated to California, to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And then I started my own practice. And my vision is to change the care for um, overweight and obese. Usually it's been an industry of vanity weight loss. Mm -hmm. But now that we have highly effective treatment, we know that we can revolutionize the health and the heart health and the metabolic health of people and do it for health reasons, not just to get into a dress, but really yeah. a, a, it's a game changer. Mm. And so what I, I like that you bring that up because I feel like sometimes the, the weight loss industry kind of sometimes gets a bad rap, right? Maybe let's talk about earlier in the years. But what people don't understand is that like not always because of media is that it's, it's more than just vanity. Like there's, you know, it's, it's health. It's, you know, maybe give a little bit of a vantage point from your side of things like the medical benefits of like the epidemic, right, of what, what we're in right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, the epidemic is, is really concerning because mm. almost two-thirds of the American population are in either overweight or obese. And the trend is still going up. There's no, there's no reduction in weight or even, you know, recent surveys have shown that this is still a very big concern and the cost for healthcare and, and the cost in terms of um, the health consequences for people. So that can really take off years of life. It depends mm -hmm. how much weight you have on, uh, on. If you have excess weight, then it's related to heart attack, stroke, cancer, liver disease, pulmonary disease, you name it, everything. And yeah. it's really, really affecting everything. And of course, the cost, but the effect on your health and quality of life is really tremendous. And we didn't have a silver bullet for it until yeah. recently. 
And I do want to go into that, but before we do, I want to go a little bit further into the problem because I don't want to assume that people know. Like, so what, what do you what do you think some of the contributing factors are that lead to this like continual like you know increase in weight like over time? Like, what are some of the? I mean, I mean systemically, by the way, I mean as a system, not necessarily one person, right? Well, I can talk um, an hour about all the. <laughs> give me a little. Give me a little hint. It's multifactorial. There's so mm-hmm. many issues. And it's not only, I mean, yes, there is genetics and yes, Mm -hmm. there is what we call a nature part of it. But Mm. the nurture part of it is the environmental factors are huge. And uh, the industrial world is, is, is good in providing more nutrition. We actually have now, we used to have an issue getting food now. We have an issue resisting food, right? And, and wow, that's that's, be, a, that's something to think about. I just got paused there for a second. That's that's something to think about. Go ahead, go ahead, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't don't forget, weight was years ago. I mean, we're talking about centuries. It used to be only a problem of the rich, right? Yeah, people didn't have weight on, and you can see that. So the affluent always had the you see paintings of people that are more chubby and yeah. have excess weight these are the the aristocratic the people the, yeah yeah the wealthy but now people with disadvantage poor people are the mm-hmm. ones who suffer from excess weight more and we can talk about so there's a huge disparity here because there are less They've been less educated about it. They have less access to food. They have less access to physical activity. They have less access to a lot of things that make them more susceptible for obesity. But I, it's it's. But you know, the food industry also has a, a role uh, here because the food industry is not so bad. Um, you know, they don't have bad intentions, but. They want to make money, right? They mm-hmm. want to make so if they want if they produce a, a, like a yogurt, they want the yogurt to taste better. And how do they make it? Test? They add sugar to it and all sorts of stuff that are not necessarily good for you. Mm-hmm. And this has made the food industry produce what we call hyper palatable foods, and these are pro- highly processed food that. You know that you eat it and you say, "Wow, this is so good!" So now almost like have, an addiction, right? So when you eat it, you yeah. want more. Yeah. Yeah. So this is part of obesogenic environment. The hyper palatable and processed food is part of it, and it's it's going on. And and you see, even for kids, that the 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 yogurt has a lot of mm-hmm. added sugar into it, and if you now remove the sugar, people don't want to eat it because it's not yeah. tasty anymore. I mean, cucumber doesn't have a taste and vegetables are kind of not attractive anymore. But if you Wow, I never thought about that. So part of that is because your taste buds have gone like they've been eating this hi- hyper you said hyper palatable food because I want to yeah. add that to my lexicon. How, what was that term again? Hyper palatable I don't I don't have I didn't have that one before you today, Dr. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> it's like 
I can tell you, these are the foods that you eat and you say, wow, this is like mm. fireworks in your brain. palatable foods. So I'm in. Good. We should have that. <laughs> We should have this tomato sauce that has. Mm. But what is tomato sauce? Have? Sugar. Sugar. More, <laughs> more, more salt. More, more all sorts of additives that make it yummy, right? Mm. And you know, I like food, but I'm just talking about how people consume more and more food, and mm. the ones that are less healthy because they taste better. And they're also comforting and and that goes but there are other causes of uh, obesity in the environment like for example the walkability i mean a lot of people don't walk anymore they have they go even to pick up the mail they go with a car and we mm-hmm. i we, have to use a fitbit tracker i mean they're not they're not paying me by the way but i i got to use one of those because if not i'll catch myself because i you know i don't i'm i record all day so that's not yeah. a lot of moving i mean i have a standing desk but even walking back and forth talking right now i'm like how many steps can i really get right so if i don't track exactly. it like i'm done i'll go a whole day with like two thousand steps and it's like yeah that's not you're not gonna be too well if you do that <laughs> lifestyle has become so sedentary mm. and we used to walk and we more back in the day we used mm. to we didn't have remote control even to the TV. People actually walked to the TV to change. Oh yeah, to turn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the youngins right now. Hold on, the youngins that are listening to this right now is like, what is he talking about? That's yeah. impossible. It, it was, that true. was true. That was in my lifetime. Believe me, I'm not that Mine old. too. Mine too. <laughs> I mean, you tell it to Gen Z, they will say, no, you must be kidding. People like walking why? all the way to the TV to change the channel. Uh, yeah, that happens. And, you know, all these movements, all this lifestyle, is, these are all things that add up. They add yeah. up to even, even, believe it or not, even the uh, AC everywhere and mm-hmm. climate control. We didn't used to have that. And, you know, the body needs energy to get rid of heat to make yourself warmer. So now everything is optimized. Every office has the optimal temperature, right? God forbid mm. it's a little bit too hot or a little bit too cold. Then we're not going to we're going to be uncomfortable. So we have we always take the elevator or the escalator and so on. So these are part of it. This is to answer your question, what is the obesogenic environment and what causes obesity? But this is so it's all these factors together. Mm-hmm. I wanted to set the table. Come on, I'm a lot of little pun or two here. All right. <laughs> I, I wanted mm-hmm. to set the table for this feast. All right. So mm-hmm. now you were talking about the weight loss revolution. Now there, there's some treatment for this, right? Like there's some changes. Let, let's go into that part of it. Yes. So we have decades and decades of a diet culture, right? People mm-hmm. We say, if you do this, if you exercise, if you eat diet and every, you know, depends what's the diet du jour, it could be low carb, it could be high carb, could be plant-based, mm. could be could be intermittent fasting, could be all this. If you do that and not to talk about magazine diets, lose 20 pounds in this weekend and look mm. great. And people think that if they follow a diet and if they change their exercise regimen, 
it will solve the problem. And, you know, the, it does, it can do it short term. The problem is maintaining this weight. And most mm-hmm. people cannot maintain weight loss, even with the best lifestyle intervention. And why there are many reasons why it's hard to keep the weight off both biological, as I said, nature and nurture, but the fact of the matter, and it's backed up with, um, by science, that mm. we, the majority, yes, there are people that can read a book, they can get inspired by someone, and they can shed weight and keep it off for years and years and years. I call them the unicorns of weight I was loss. just going to say the unicorns, the mythical beast, whatnot. <laughs> yes, yes. These are unicorns. We're talking about most of the population, and you know that. Most mm. people wanted to lose weight. They tried doing it, and they gain it back, and sometimes even gain more. That is the problem, and this is what caused dieting culture. And people mm. start feeling defeated about it. It is made them feel bad about their body. They are criticizing themselves. They are scrutinizing their body. They're, mm-hmm. it, it's really, the results were terrible. Both in the actual dis, uh, results of uh, weight reduction were, that was not achieved, but also mm-hmm. uh, the psychological effect of yeah. the dieting culture. And you can listen to that. People, uh, it contributed to uh, eating disorders and all sorts of problems because of this uh, cycle of, um, it's called uh, weight cycling, right? Mm -hmm. And also it's linked to bad bad health outcome. So, Mm -hmm. and we did have, so what is the solution for that? We couldn't do that with any, any intervention. So mm-hmm. so they tried multiple medications. What would be the perfect silver bullet for that? And yeah. they had, over the years, they have and a lot of agents that were used and tried. Most of them were withdrawn from the market because of all sorts of concerns, mostly cardiovascular mm-hmm. concerns. They made people die and more. Yeah, or go way then, back when. Yeah, I was reading about like uh, Orson Welles. I was reading his biography recently, and he was talking about his early days when actors needed to lose weight, right? Like they were what they were feeding them, and like to do it quickly. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it was dangerous yeah. times. <laughs> way back when. Dangerous. So they had uh, they used amphetamines. They used mm-hmm. uh, all sorts of agents. You, if you remember, it, there was in the nineties was the fenfen craze. Oh yeah, yes, I do remember that. Huh? So the fenfen and uh, it's pretty effective, not as effective as 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 really as as today's mm-hmm. medications, but it was more effective than the the previous ones. But it caused a cardiovascular harm, so it was withdrawn from the market. And there are a bunch of others that withdrawn because of heart problems and for psychiatric problems and. We couldn't get any drug that would really be uh, both effective and safe, right? Because we want you to lose weight, but we don't want to harm you. uh, And we don't want you to make you, uh, you know, make you suffer a bad complication, right? Of course. So 
recently, and we're talking about over the last couple of decades, there were mm. there was a development or the emergence of the new uh, class of medication that's that is called GLP-1 agonists, right? So, uh, so those are a class of medications that mimic a a gut hormone that is affecting both the gut and the brain, make the gut move less or the uh, stomach empty slower, makes you full, mm -hmm. right? You eat, makes you full. And mm -hmm. also it affects the areas in the brain that are regulating hunger, right? Mm -hmm. and, and by doing both, and we achieve a very significant weight loss. And what is the significant weight loss? We are talking about 10 to 15% of your initial weight. So wow. we didn't have that before. And the news, really the change, or the game change now, is that we know now that it's not only effective or highly effective, mm. we know that this is also safe. And not only that it's not harming your health, it's improving your health. So there was mm. a big study recently showing that if you take like semaglutide, which is one of those GLP-1 analogs mm -hmm. in called the Rigovi or Ozempic, depends on the indication, it is also improving your heart health, preventing heart attack and stroke. And, wow. And this is, this, is a, this is really a game change. We never had ever and medication mm. this is the only and we told me about last november that we had this clinical trial published oh wow so that's so pretty this, that's recent yeah that's very recent and this mm. is uh this is one of the uh, big landmark trials that you know historically will be you know, remembered as the trial that showed, yes, you can lose weight and a lot of weight with medications. And this mm. medication can cause you 15% weight loss or even 20 in some patients. Now mm. they have terzapatide, which is Eli Lilly's Zepbound or Monjaro. They have a little bit more efficacy of around 20% or even more. Mm. And now there are in the pipeline, they're like five drugs in the pipeline with similar mechanisms, a little bit different, but the same type of class. But we see all those 15, 20, 25, even more, 30%. Mm. So we're starting getting to the point that medications could be almost as effective as bariatric surgery. Almost. I think in the future, if I, if I had to I mean, I'm I'm not a prophet, but I yeah. think if you have the means and you have uh, the access, and also if you can tolerate some of those medications, you can achieve whichever weight you would want to under supervision, right? You need to of be course. under close supervision, and you will be able to remove a, most of your excess weight excess weight i mean it's 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 there's a tricky here you need to lose of fat course. and not muscle you need to do it with the right medications you need to do it with a doctor or close supervision so now there's a lot of 
bad players, quote unquote, mm-hmm. that are just are just what I call ozempic mills. They just mm. give this to everyone with very little medical supervision. And those medications have a lot of side effects. This is the truth. And you need to really take care of the patient. You have to monitor them. You have to see them. Sometimes they can have a bad side effects. Sometimes mm. it's not getting there where they want. So, uh, and sometimes they get them, they lose too much and maybe muscle and they don't get the healthy results. So it's not like I, so now there are pharmacies that are sending those medications direct to consumer. And, and, and I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's safe. Maybe you can do it for cosmetic treatment like like creams like minoxidil shampoo or mm. whatever it is but this is a little different this is mm. a systemic this is an injection it's a systemic treatment it has serious side effects and you have to take it seriously well dr anav really appreciate you coming on the show today and i know that's our time with you so that being said if somebody wants to learn more about my weight and to continue the conversation or to learn more about your work, how do they do that? Well, first of all, they can reach out to me through my website. It is mywa.com. They can send a contact form and I can send them back. But in just a quick overview, what I'm doing is I'm a cardiologist, so I treat you for weight loss to get the best results that science or clinical trials are showing us with a focus on your heart health and metabolic health and longevity and quality of life. And I do it with a lot. uh, I have a registered dietitian in-house. I am doing a lot of a, a lot of uh, monitoring and uh, visits mm. and uh, and I aim at not only weight loss is not only the quantity but also the quality of the weight loss and also optimizing all the risk factors for heart disease and cardiovascular disease, but also for people that have heart problems, not only risk. If they have heart failure or atrial fibrillation or coronary disease, they will benefit a lot from this type of weight loss. And it's better to do it with a program that is more cardiocentric than just go to just a service that doesn't really monitor you or or really knows what they're doing. Amazing. And we'll, and for the audience, we'll put that website in the show notes so that you can just click on the link and head right on over and connect with Dr. Anav and his team. And speaking of the audience, if this is your first time with Mission Matters or listen to an episode and you haven't hit that subscribe button yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. Hit that subscribe button. We have many more mission-based individuals coming up on the line and we don't want you to miss a thing. Dr. Anav, again, it has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you.